Hello friends and welcome back to another episode of the interactive podcast. I'm your host Angela Racine. Alright so I was so excited to record this episode for you guys this week because I bought a new podcasting microphone but before you start thinking that the audio doesn't sound any different it's because unfortunately I'm not using it yet I bought the whole microphone setup on Amazon. I was able to set it up all by myself. I was so proud of myself. And right when I realized I wanted to use it, I noticed that it has a USB that I would need to plug into my computer. And if you guys are also Mac users, you know that Apple creates these like plugs that only other freaking Apple products can like support. So I had to buy an adapter and it's not coming for another few days. So I'll have it for next week, but I don't have it this week, which I'm really upset about, but I guess it gives me something to look forward to. So I'm not too, too upset about it, I guess. But that actually is part of my little catch up is how I bought new microphones. So not only did I buy a podcast microphone, which I will be starting next week, but I also got little clip on wireless mics for mic'd up gym content. I actually yesterday recorded my first mic'd up gym content and it was kind of fun like if I'm being honest I felt like such a fucking tool like I felt like such an asshole because like not only do I have my little tripod that I set up and record myself in the gym but now I have like a fucking mic clipped on to me and I'm like talking to myself (laughs) like I kind of felt a little silly if I'm being honest but then my friend Leah came with me and we were kind of working out together and playing with the mic together so I felt more comfortable because I had company so I guess that just goes to show that even though, like, you could be in the gym for a decent amount of time and still get anxious about little things. And you know what? It still didn't stop me. I made it work. And I'm really excited to go through all the videos and put something together and see if you guys would like to see more mic'd up gym content. So that was something that's really excited for me, or really exciting for me. And I feel like those little wireless mics I could also use for just, like, other things I don't know like if I'm making any other little videos it comes with a pack of two of these little mics so I can like bring it around and interview people I don't know I feel like it's just like a fun little toy to play with and they were relatively cheap I have them both linked on my Amazon storefront I made a new section called tech so I put the adapter in there and my two microphones I think my tripods too I put in there so yeah if you want to go check them out and see what I got you can go find them linked below in the show notes because I always have my link tree up there but actually speaking of my tripod I was so upset because of course right as I want to go record my first mic'd up gym session my tripod wasn't really working out for me and I've had this tripod for so long I use it like every freaking day it's so good to me it was only 20 bucks on Amazon again I do have it linked but I went to go use it yesterday and There's no physical damage to it, and it doesn't look broken in any way, but it's just, like, off balance. Like, it won't- it just keeps falling over, so I was balancing against my water bottle. Today, I tried using my old tripod, which is, like, mini. It just wasn't working out, so another thing that I have to reorder on Amazon, I guess. Add it to my list. (laughs) But, like I said, I am super excited to use my microphones. They're a lot of fun, and yeah. I actually also, oh my goodness, after I finished recording my podcast last weekend, I realized that I forgot to tell you a piece of such freaking exciting news, and I think I forgot to mention it because I was plastering it all over every other freaking social media I have, (laughs) 
But if you guys didn't see, I officially sold um, training sessions to my first client. As you guys know, or if you don't know, I am a certified personal trainer. I got my CPT at the beginning of January of this year. It is currently at the end of April. Oh my god, it's the end of April. I'll get into that too. <laughs> this year is moving by so fast. I don't know about y'all, but time flies. But yeah, I officially sold. Oh, I got a client for PT. I have been training two people. I reached out to a couple members of my gym that ended up winning a couple free sessions. So I've been doing that with them. And this woman decided to buy sessions to work with me. And it made me so happy. I have been absolutely loving training her. She's such a badass. Her form is so good. We're really starting to move weight. And it's just getting me so motivated and excited to like turn this into a career and to like share success and progress with clients. And I'm just really looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. So speaking of that, actually, it's currently a little bit past two. And I have two clients later starting at five. So after I record this podcast, I'm going to shower because I just came back from the gym, probably get some content, eat a little snack, and then go train my clients. It is still so crazy for me to say that, like, my clients, like, what? <laughs> but it's been a lot of fun. I've been really enjoying it. And I did feel a little bit bad because she bought a couple months of training with me. However, as y'all know, I won't be here for a couple more months because I'm leaving, actually, I have exactly one more week in my job. It's currently Friday, and next Friday is not only the last day of classes for school, but also um, my last day of work, and then I'm going home, and then I'm graduating, which is so freaking weird to say. <laughs> I've been, I know I just bring it up in every single podcast episode, but it's just coming sooner and sooner and sooner. I've just been talking to everyone, like, all the members, all my coworkers, my friends, my roommates, like... And they're like, holy fuck, like, you're leaving so soon. And I'm like, I know, like, I'm so excited, but I also know it's going to be such a big change and shift for me. And I'm someone who, I wouldn't necessarily say I'm a creature of habit, but I do, I'm a creature of routine, maybe I could say. But I know that it's going to be really good to put myself out of my comfort zone move to a whole new city, find a whole new vibe, just get situated down there. And I know it's such the right decision for me, but it will definitely be like a big curve, you know, of getting settled and like not only just officially being done with school forever, but being in a new city and like moving across country, like halfway across country. <laughs> and I don't know, it's just going to be a lot of really positive change that I'm really looking forward to. But before I keep ranting about that, as y'all know, last week I did visit my sister at school. I went up for four days and we had so much fun. Oh my goodness. Her school is like a completely different vibe from where I go. I go to a really big state school. There's It's really big on sports, Greek life. It's um, kind of a big campus. You know, there's always a lot to do. It's very open. There's a ton of people always around. But my sister, she goes to a very small school. I think there's only like 3,000 students it's private it's closed but the vibes there were just like so much fun I feel like everyone knew everyone she knew so many people it made me really miss living on campus if I'm being honest because the only time I had living on campus was my freshman year which got cut short due to COVID in March so 
I only got like a semester and a half of dorm life and it made me remember how much I loved living on campus. Like my sister currently lives in a suite on campus with some of her friends and dorm life is just such a vibe. Like everyone's just going in and out of each other's rooms. Everyone's going to the dining hall together, walking around campus. You're always surrounded by people and it was so much fun. I loved going out. I loved meeting everyone. I even loved, you know, dining hall food, just like feeling like a younger college student again. It was a really fun weekend, but it was actually so cute. So me and my sister are in the same sorority. We're both Delta Zetas. And one of the girls in her sorority came up to me and like, I think we follow each other on Instagram. So we know of each other. And she was like, oh my God, are you the DZ cover girl? And I was like, "Uh, I didn't think people remembered that. If you guys don't remember, back in the fall, I want to say it was September, October, maybe November even, um, I was on the national, or the cover of my sorority's national magazine. So every current member of the sorority, all the alumni and the families, they all got this magazine. And I guess she remembered, like, me being on the cover. And I was like, what? That is, like, so weird to me. Like, it's something that I completely forgot about, if I'm being honest. But I'm like, hey, like... That was a pretty cool thing. Like, that did happen. <laughs> I forgot about that. So that was really cool. And like I said, everyone was just so sweet, so excited to meet me. The campus was so beautiful. It was also really cute. So the weather has been so nice outside recently. Actually, today it is absolutely beautiful. The sun is high. The sun is out. Let me see. It's actually currently 69 degrees outside. Nice. <laughs> but... No, it is such a beautiful day, and when I visited, I think it was like 90 degrees when I went to visit my sister, and during, um, or excuse me, in the middle of her campus, they have this lake that they fill with fish, so people go fishing on the lake, they like kind of go swimming, take a dip in, they had all these lawn chairs laid out, some guys brought out like floaties that they were hanging out on, it was like such a cute little vibe, so that was a lot of fun last weekend. Well, speaking of school, actually... This week, I also got my graduation outfit. I ordered, I believe, I ordered off White Fox. I got this little white dress and white heels to match. They are so cute. It was, like, exactly what I was looking for. I'm not really, like, a dainty, frilly, like, sundress type of gal. Like, I know a lot of grad dresses are, like, maybe they're A-line or they're not super fitted or maybe they're a little bit longer and flowy. That's not really my style. Overall, I would say I more have, like, an athletic wear, athleisure, like, street style style more like to me. Like, I don't really get pretty girl dressed up, if that makes any kind of sense. But I do love dresses, don't get me wrong. But I like them, I like them a little clubby, short and tight, cutouts, kind of unique. So I think I found a dress that it's very simple, but it's also very flattering, and it does fit me, so I am super, super excited for that, and that'll be a lot of fun. Something else I did this week that was really cute, so if y'all don't know, I do work at the gym that I go to, but not only do I work front desk and as a personal trainer, but we also have a kid care in the back of my gym, so most of the days of the week, I am a kid care instructor, teacher, as you will, and part of what my gym was a part of this week is they opened up a new elementary school in our town. So we partnered with the elementary school and for two days we came at the end of the day and we brought the kids outside. The first day was second, third, and fourth grade. 
and the second day yeah was um pre-k kindergarten and first and we just led them through you know like movements we did like dances with them and I was like on the mic leading the whole thing the whole time which if if you've ever worked with kids you know you have to be fucking cringy like you have to be super like animated and energetic and just like really engaging with them and talking to them so I was trying my best to bring the energy communicate with them have a fun time and the kids really seemed to take to it and they really liked it and I felt like a little bit silly at the end but my coworkers were all like thank god that you did that you were the MVP you did a great job so I was like okay good because I felt like a little fucking stupid I'm not gonna lie but <laughs> I still absolutely love 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 working with kids it's just like mm, I feel like that's my second passion almost like over the summers, I would work at a preschool. I've worked with all age groups before. Obviously, I'm working with kid care. Like, I just love children so much. It's so cute. <laughs> but give me a few years. I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> so, yeah, that was really fun this week. Something else I did this week was I sold my car. So, if y'all remember, I'm pretty sure I told y'all on the podcast, I brought my car in before spring break to get it looked at. And on the last day of spring break, I got a call that morning and the garage was like, yeah, your car's totaled. (laughs) Like, it's it's not happening. We are not making this work. It's done for. I have a 2013 Dodge Dart. Or I had, excuse me. I had a 2013 Dodge Dart. Um, It has 230,000 miles on it. Like, it was really just done. So I eventually found this auto body shop that was willing to buy it for parts. So I was able to get that sorted. But now my next steps are I have to go to the DMV to like cancel my registration with the car, return my plates so I don't keep paying taxes on it. And the DMV can be a very scary place. So I'm not really looking forward to that, but I am eager to like officially get it done with. Also, side note, something I noticed in my last podcast is when my Mac is overheating, you guys can hear like the fan going off. So I'm sorry if you had a little bit of that fuzzy noise going on towards the middle to end of my podcast but I literally cannot control my Mac overheating when I'm recording audio it's just thinks it's doing too much I don't know so apologies if that audio quality wasn't like the best but I tried my best okay (laughs) I also sold all of my furniture this week um I am living in an off-campus apartment And I'm not really planning on keeping any of my furniture. So I figured um, I would just sell it, you know, like there's no reason for me to put it in a unit or try to ship it down to Austin because that would just cost too much money. And I sent pictures in my sorority group chat and within like 20 minutes, everything sold. So that was super easy. I got that all out of the way. So I think on the last day of classes before I leave, um, the girls are going to pick it up and they'll take care of getting my furniture out of here. So Another thing checked off my bucket, or my bucket list, my to-do list. (laughs) Oh, goddamn bucket list. Yeah, no. So that was good. Get that out of the way. And yeah, I've had a pretty busy week, I would say. As busy as I've been, I can already hear my laptop starting to overheat. I am so sorry if you guys hear that. I also feel like I shouldn't have drawn attention to it because now you're going to, like, pick that sound out. Anyway, that won't be an issue when I'm recording with my microphone. (laughs) my microphone (laughs) anyway that was all my weekly catch-up you know super jam-packed week like I was saying as 
quick or as busy as my week has been, it honestly really flew by. I feel like I'm in this stage right now that for the next two months, I'm just never going to have enough hours in my day because I'm wrapping up so many things, starting so many new things. I just have a lot going on. Speaking of starting new things, oh my goodness, y'all, I am so, so excited to announce these two new partnerships that I'm working with. These two brands have been brands that I've been looking at for a while, and I've been so eager to try and wanting to work with them, and oh my goodness, I am just feeling so blessed, and I'm so, so lucky that I have the opportunity to work with them. So I have partnered with the supplement companies Beam and Campus Protein. I know, I know. (laughs) I'm sure you guys have heard of these brands, but if you haven't, Beam is such an amazing supplement company. They have a bunch of really yummy flavors of greens powders. Not only are they super yummy, but they actually have good ingredients. I know a lot of greens powders can just be filled with a lot of fillers and just like try to look fancy and taste good when they don't really do anything for you. But I'm happy to say that Beam not only has the quality, but also the taste, which is something that I've really been looking for. And, and it makes me want to drink them every day. And I do drink them every day. And that's something that I've never been able to do. So I'm really happy that I found a product that not only I love so much and consume every day, but I have the ability to promote too and gain from that. So I'm super excited about that. And the flavor that I love is their chocolate greens. I literally feel like I'm drinking chocolate milk every morning. I mix them in almond milk and they're so creamy and so delicious. I've been absolutely loving them. Beam is also known for their vegan protein powders, so I got the blueberry muffin flavor. You guys, like, this is the protein powder. It is so freaking delicious. The macros to calories are also so good for, like, a vegan protein. I don't think I've ever consumed a vegan protein powder with such high grams of protein but such low calories, which I'm really happy about, and... They use a base of pea protein, which has obviously not a complete amino acid profile because there isn't ever going to be one vegan protein that covers all amino acids like a whey protein would have. However, they also combine other um, plant proteins into that as well, so you can get that full amino acid profile just like whey. And that is something that not many vegan protein powders do. A lot of them will only have rice protein or only have pea protein or only have one or the other, etc. And you're just never getting the full amino acids, right? And these are essential to us. So I'm really glad that Beam recognizes that you can still get a blend of the vegan proteins to still get that full profile. And it's fucking delicious. Like I said, the protein powders are so good for baking and making recipes I've been so inspired and I'm so excited to run to the grocery store and start baking with this and just making like really yummy, healthy blueberry treats. Like, ugh, I can't wait. So I'm super, super happy about Beam. And then Campus Protein. So this is really unique. I would kind of describe it as like an online GNC. So they carry like so many different kinds of brands. They have Celsius, they have Alani, they have Beam on there. They have their own brand, Campus Protein. They have Ghost. They have a ton of freaking supplement brands and these are actually two sister companies which is why I actually am grateful enough to have the opportunity to partner with both and I'm very lucky because I think I'm only the second person who is has a dual partnership like this so I'm really really grateful for the opportunity 
I think with my brand and my persona online, it meshes really well because I am vegetarian. I like getting in my greens. I like supporting vegan protein powders. However, I still like my pre-workout. I still take my creatine. I love me a Celsius. So I'm really glad that I'm able to partner and have two supplement companies that give me the best of both worlds, which I'm really happy about. So I'm super, super stoked for that. Oh my goodness. I'm just like, like I said, I'm just very grateful for the opportunity. I'm super excited about it and I'm eager to see where it takes me. So I think that is enough catch up for now, enough chit chat about me. Let's get into the episode, okay? So as y'all see by the title, I am talking about all of the reasons why social media is fake. Okay, so just to preface with the overall social media is fucking fake. (laughs) Like, I don't know how else to say it. So recently, while I've been going online, I have been seeing more and more highly edited, highly curated photos and videos. And not only am I talking about just like altering how you physically look but like super heavy graphics and high high contrast and colors and stickers and popping like text all over the place and it's very like attention grabbing quick 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 short attention span and it's very overwhelming and that's something that I've been noticing a lot on this new app called lemon eight which I will touch on later but I've just been seeing so many edited photos edited videos and I've been noticing that There are these video filters, obviously this is nothing new, but there's filters that can edit your body in a video. So you can make your butt look bigger, your waist look smaller, your arms look smaller, all of these things. And it's very seamless and very unnoticeable most of the time, which is scary because it originally used to be like, okay, yes, a photo could be edited, but show a video to show the real you. But now with these video filters, you really cannot trust anything you see online. And it's really scary because it's getting to the point where we aren't able to distinguish real from fake like online, right? So it's setting unrealistic standards and it's really causing a lot of anxiety and it's causing stress and it's causing body image issues and, you know, blows to people's self-esteem and... I feel like so, so many girls and guys, guys too, okay? I know the emphasis is always on young, impressionable girls, high school girls, teenage girls. This is the same for guys too with wanting to, you know, build muscle, look a certain way, all that stuff. It's setting such unrealistic standards to the point where it is even hard for me to tell online if a photo has been worked on or not, like if it's been edited, right? And I'm really happy that I'm at a place in my life where I'm very confident with myself. I'm very happy with myself. I'm happy with how my body looks. I'm not ashamed of it. I'm proud of how I look. But I know that there's so, so, so many other people all around the world in my age group, younger than me, older than me, that don't feel that way. And they might be hopping online, opening up Instagram and seeing a perfectly posed edited photo of like this girl's ass and they're like oh my god I'm never gonna look like that because I have bad genetics or I don't work hard enough or it's because I suck and I'm not motivated none of that's true maybe 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 you're not motivated that's fine whatever but like it's just setting such unrealistic standards and I 
I find it a little silly that people and creators now have to go out of their way to post quote-unquote real content. Like, how stupid does it sound to post a picture and be like, this is my natural body? Well, yeah. Like, shouldn't it be? Like, I feel like it's so interesting that now that it's so common to filter your pictures and edit your pictures and be superposed and take a thousand photos and pick the one that you look the best in like obviously you want to put out your best image online and I mean I'm uh guilty of it too I do the same thing like I'll take a couple pictures until I find one that I feel I look best in but I wouldn't say that I go crazy like most other people I'm usually happy after a couple (coughs) excuse me but I just find that it's so crazy that now we're seeing like on TikTok and on Instagram and on Lemon 8 that people are saying, this is my real acne, this is my real face, this is my real body. Like, shouldn't we be showing the real, like, our real real selves anyway? I, I don't know. I just, like, I think it's kind of crazy that online and social media has gotten so curated and so fake and so far gone to the point where content is now look, I'm being real, where I feel like that should just be the accept, or, like, the standard, anyway. So I know I touched on Lemon 8. I kind of wanted to dive a little bit deeper into this app. So if you haven't heard of it yet, I want to say it came out maybe a month or so ago, maybe even two months ago, so it's very new, but I feel like it's growing very quickly, and to me personally, it doesn't seem, it's, it's trendy now, of course, but I really feel like it might be here to stay. So basically, it's supposed to be like a lifestyle social media app. So I'm going to pull it up right now. There's a lot of emphasis on food and travel and fashion and working out and exercising, wellness, like even like outfit inspo, nail inspo. It's very, like I said, lifestyle oriented. And the way that I would describe it is it's kind of a mix of Instagram and Pinterest, right? So the main for you page is kind of like, it's curated for you like Pinterest is. It's very artsy, it's put together, it's cute. It has a lot of graphics and text and like, just like art, artsy images, you know, kind of that vibe. But it is more structured like Instagram where you can follow people, you can comment on them, you can like the comment, comment back, things like that. So it's more interactive in that sense. I noticed that it's very much targeted towards girls, and I really haven't seen many male accounts on there. So it's kind of like a visco almost, you know? It's like cutesy pictures, and it's a girl space, kind of like that. It's very aesthetic, but in my eyes, it's also very fake. So, and I'm not saying fake in the sense of people edit their body on there, but fake in the sense of it's very heavy editing. There's a lot of pop-up text, there's graphics, there's patterns in the photos, there's big titles, and it's a lot of graphic design style photos, and everyone's just trying to be super aesthetic on it. And I'm not knocking that. Like, I'm also trying to be aesthetic on it. (laughs) Like, I'm trying to find my little niche in there. Excuse me. So, I don't know. It's very bright, there's a lot of pops of color, and it's almost too curated to me, to the point where it's coming across as inauthentic, and 
it's kind of funny because the whole shtick of it that everyone seems to have is like, look how real this app is. Look how natural everyone is. Look how supportive it is. But I'm not really getting those vibes. I feel like it's still extremely curated just because it talks about mental health and, you know, lifestyle things doesn't mean that it's quote unquote real. You know what I'm saying? And I've noticed that there's already so many posts popping up on my feed about how to grow your account on Lemonade, how to get followers on Lemonade. If you comment your your account, I'm going to follow you back. Comment your Instagram, I'm going to follow you back. Let's grow together. How to get brands to notice you, how to get more engagement. Like, first of all, this app has not even been out for three months. Like, <laughs> how do you know the algorithm? Second of all, that whole follow for follow theme, like, is just so inauthentic because I would say 80% of the time what happens is people either end up just following, like, 3,000 accounts just to have 3,000 followers and they don't even engage with anyone or they just unfollow everyone right after they get the follow back. And... Like I said, it's just inauthentic. Like, it doesn't really make sense to me. I've also been seeing a lot of posts titled, like, why I hate Lemon 8, why I'm tired of Lemon 8, why I don't like using this app, why I'm going to stick to Instagram. Like, it seems like people are already sick of it. Like, it seems like people are kind of understanding what I've been seeing, where they notice it is extremely curated and it is very targeted to certain audiences and... I don't know, there's just something a little bit off about it. But that being said, I don't want to sound like I'm shitting on it too much because I genuinely do enjoy the app. I like the cutesy vibes. I like the Pinterest style, the Visco feel. I think it's fun looking at, you know, pretty aesthetic posts and all that. But by no means would I call it like a real unfiltered open app that's accepting to everyone because it's very targeted towards like people that have good aesthetics and that lead interesting lives (laughs) like something I've noticed is a lot of travel accounts or people that are well-traveled seem to gain a lot of popularity on Lemon 8 because they have a lot of pretty photos to share so like it seems like as long as you can take a pretty photo like you're good but again like what's wrong with a pretty photo you know (laughs) so (coughs) oh my goodness excuse me I have been pretty active on it. I've been posting twice a day, just like a little bit different from my Instagram, but a lot of the same themes. Like I have gym content, I have um, food, I have um, breakfast ideas. I also have added um, positive affirmations, tips for handling anxiety, like introducing myself, travel destinations I want to go to. So I'm really liking it. Even though I do see a lot of negatives and red flags coming up with the app already, I do admit that I do like it. So I'm excited to see where it goes. Now I wanted to touch on before and after photos and posed versus unposed photos. So what got me thinking about this episode and what really sparked this idea was the other day, I want to say it was like a week ago. Let me pull up my Instagram. But I posted a posed versus unposed. Okay, so it was on April 14th. Right now it's the 21st. Um, Y'all can do the math. What is that? Exactly a week ago. So I put, put a little posed versus unposed. And I also had the first um, photo filtered. And the second one was untouched. Just raw for my camera roll. 
So, I posted this. I actually got a lot of support about it. Um, people really seemed to take to that post and really love it. But, after I posted it and I was seeing the comments and all the likes, I was kind of like, I took a step back to reflect and think about it. And I kind of had the same feelings of what I was touching on more towards the beginning of this episode, seeing how it's weird that we have to go out of our way to post quote-unquote real content, you know? And even though, yes, I also was a part of it, I feel like it should just be more understood and it should be a reminder to everyone that, and we need to remind ourselves more often that everything online is posed. Everything is the best version of that person. They're obviously putting it out because they think it's a flattering photo of them. And we need to remember that. It's a highlight reel, okay? Going along with that, with the posed versus unposed posts, normally the unposed photo is still posed in some way. <laughs> like, there's people that I swear there is next to no difference. And they're like, look, I'm being so real. First I'm flexing, then I'm not. And it's like they literally look the same. Or it's very obvious that people are still posing a little bit in the unposed and it's just showing a more acceptable quote-unquote unposed version of themselves to maintain their image. So for example, let's say someone's like has a gym account, a fitness account, they're known for having like super tight abs and big round glutes, but we know that no one looks like that all the time. Well, instead of really showing themselves fully relaxed, maybe they'll just like stick out their stomach only a little bit and be like, see, look, I'm normal too. But it's like, they still want to maintain their image of having a really tight core. So they're not fully letting themselves go so they can maintain that facade, right? Which is almost even worse than like showing only curated posed photos, because now you're really setting like a wrong example of you're saying that it's unposed and you're still not showing the full truth. Like, that's fucked up, girl. Like, come on. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I just don't really understand. And like I said, I'm just going to keep reiterating it. It's weird that we even need to have posed and unposed photos to begin with to give reality checks. Like, we need to remember that everything people are posting online is typically posed. When you take a photo, you're not just going to stand there with your shoulders rolled over and your head down. Like, <laughs> you're going to smile, put put your chest up, you know, pop your booty a little bit. Like, you're going to pose for a photo. That's expected, right? When we're posting a photo online, we're posting that photo because we think it's flattering, because we believe that we look good, because we think our makeup looks good, our hair looks nice, our body looks good. We're not posting photos that don't make us feel good about ourselves. So obviously you're putting the best version of yourself out there. Everything you see is a highlight reel. And even if the people you're following aren't editing their body or they aren't putting crazy filters on there remember they're still posing they're still showing their best day they're still showing the highlights even if yes that's how they looked in that moment that's a highlight like take me for example with my account I do very light um filters I don't really edit the lighting like anything crazy I know some gym accounts will like make the contrast super high and the um brightness super low to really show all the veins and muscles like I don't do any crazy edits. I tweak the lighting a little bit just to make my um, feed more cohesive, but I also never, never edit my body. I will never 
touch it. Like, that's just something I don't do personally. So even though I'm not having super crazy filters on my account and I don't edit any of my photos, I'm still showing the best version of myself. I'm still posing in all my pictures. I'm still, you know, taking a picture after I have a pump. I'm still, you know, taking a couple until I like a photo. It's it's me looking my best because that's what I want to put out there, right? So we need to be a reminder to ourselves that everything online is what people choose to put out of themselves because they think it's good content of themselves. We can't just, like, assume, oh my god, they look like that all the time, they're perfect. That's not the case. That is not true for literally anyone. Then talking about before and afters a little bit, too. A lot of before and afters are just different poses and different lighting. If you notice that someone in their before photo, they're super slouched, they're wearing something low-rise, something very unflattering on them, very dull lighting maybe their hair is all messy, they're not wearing makeup, and then the after, they're in, like, super bright lighting, they're, like, holding their chest and shoulders back, their head's high, their hands are on their hips, they're smiling, their makeup's done. Obviously, that's going to look like a before and after. What's the difference between that before and after? They changed their outfit, went into the other room, and did their makeup. (laughs) Like, a lot of these are, they're just lies. They really are. And, Maybe let's say someone did have a body transformation. A lot of people also lie about the timeline. So I was on Reddit the other day and a woman had posted about, I think it was a client of hers. And she said, oh, in X amount of weeks, she was able to do this. And then people went to the client's page and noticed that the photos actually had years between them. So not only is she lying about the timeline, but she's setting an unrealistic standard of what you can accomplish in X amount of weeks, which is just as bad. A lot of people will also use the lighting and posing trick to sell programs or sell coaching and training, right? So people will say, look at this person, like I was able to get them to lose that 15 stubborn pounds that you can never get off in your tummy. No, they just put, you know, They just wore a different outfit and different lighting and more flattering or maybe it was in the morning versus after a full meal. Like, you really can't trust a lot of things you see online and you have to take everything you see with a grain of salt and really take a step back and think to yourself if that actually seems realistic or that actually seems attainable. So yes, people can use different poses, lighting, lie about the timeline. Sometimes they're just flat out edited. Sometimes, like, just plain edited. Sometimes they'll make the before look even worse, or maybe they'll have the after look even better. Either way, it's very ingenuine, it's a lie, it's not real, and you can't trust it. You can't, you can't just, like, look online and take things as Bible, okay? And yes, obviously, it's the responsibility of the creator and the poster to post genuine content, but we know that's not the case with most people. We know most people aren't doing that, or I shouldn't say most, I should say a lot of people aren't doing that. They're not posting genuine content. A lot of it is heavily edited or filtered, or there's, like I said, the timeline's off, things like that. So since we can't trust other people, you have to be that voice of reason for yourself, okay? And yes, it's so easy to push blame on other people and say, well, it's not my fault they posted that. Okay, but you're living in your head. If you're 
someone who is very easily influenced and who is very negatively affected by these lies you see online, maybe it's important for you to take a step back or unfollow that person and block that person. Remind yourself constantly that it's not real. Anything you have to do to understand that social media is not reality and that it's fake and it's a lie, (laughs) like, do it, okay? That was a rant. Now I'm going to go on to TikTok filters briefly. TikTok filters. We all use them. I use them. I use a TikTok filter on almost every video. Why? Because it makes me look pretty. Like it it smooths out my skin a little bit. It gives me a little bit of tan. And you know what? I think that's fine because the filter is explicitly listed above the caption, okay? And it's it's actually pretty funny because We all know when there's a beauty filter on the video. Like I said, there's literally a tag above the caption saying like blue eyes filter, hazel eye filter, pretty eyes, pure eyes, freckles, like it lit. And then you can click on it and you can try it for yourself. It is not hidden whatsoever. However, people still believe that that's how the person looks in real life. People are still going to leave comments saying your skin is so flawless. You have such an even complexion. Like, how are you so tan, blah, blah, blah. It says it under the video that it's a filter. Like, hello. (laughs) So you need to remember that before you start getting down on yourself over maybe you have some acne, maybe you have hyperpigmentation, maybe you have discoloration, all of that is normal. And the odds are if someone is using a filter, maybe that's an insecurity of theirs too. Maybe that's something they struggle with too. And I guess a more relevant example that comes to mind with this is Alex Earl. I know she's, like, so big right now, whatever. She does struggle with acne. She's on Accutane. She's been struggling with acne for, it seems like, a while now. And in every single video, she uses the beauty filter and the blue eyes filter. She's open about it. I think she actually made a couple videos recently taking the filters off and showing how her skin actually looks. And... It's so funny because I'll see, like, on half her videos, it's like, oh my god, how's your skin always so perfect? And the other half, it's like, you're so real for showing your skin. Like, so I'm like, oh my goodness. But like I said again, I'm going to reiterate it. Acne's normal. Discoloration is normal. Redness, hyperpigmentation, it's all normal. No one's face is absolutely perfectly symmetrical and just made of porcelain, (laughs) right? Like, No one's face is smooth like a little baby dolphin. We all have imperfections, and that's what makes us unique, right? We would be kind of boring if we all looked the same. So you need to remind yourself of that. And I know TikTok can be very toxic because not only do they have those face filters that alter how you look, they can even, like, make your nose smaller, smaller, your face slimmer, which is, like, it's all so crazy to me. But Like I said, there are these video apps where you can add body filters to make your waist look tiny and your hips wider, and it's it's all fake. It's all curated. It's not real, and it honestly says something more about the people that use that than the people that are getting affected by watching that video, because how insecure does someone have to be to go out of their way to heavily change how they look just to portray a social uh, like a certain persona online right and and it's sad it really is sad to a degree but not only are they showing their insecurities but now they're creating 
so many insecurities for so many other people. And it's wrong. I really think that it's wrong. I think a little fun filter on TikTok is okay. I think editing the lighting of your videos a little bit is okay. Editing the lighting of a picture, fine. But once you start shaping your body and smoothing over your face and editing your like all that other stuff I'm like you are really like you're just adding to the problem here and not only are you making other people feel bad but you're going to feel worse about yourself right because you're going to have all of these comments under your posts like praising you saying how beautiful you look but how does that feel good if you know that it's fake you know what I mean like how would you accept compliments under a video or a photo knowing that that is nowhere near how you look and I'm talking about like heavy heavy edits right and it's it's scary because like it's unnoticeable most of the time which is crazy but not only are you making other people like I said I'm gonna say it again not only are you making other people's self-esteem drop but I feel like that has to affect your self-esteem to an extent and I feel like that almost doesn't you're not building any self-esteem in yourself because you're not accepting who you are, right? You're clearly you're clearly trying to just portray an image online just to have an image and you're not just being yourself, which I don't think that's very cool. <laughs> so, after all this ranting, I wanted to end it off with a couple final messages. Be your own reminder to yourself. Remind yourself that everything online is curated no one is exactly how they appear online everyone's showing a highlight reel everyone's showing their best versions of themselves everyone's showing and putting out what they want to put out we all have imperfections we all have insecurities and we need to embrace those and understand that that makes makes us unique that's part of the human condition that's what makes us us right so finally don't idolize people's physical looks online and beat yourself up over them, okay? Because I've said it a million times, and I'll say it a million times more. No one is exactly how they appear online. No one is perfect. People put out what they want to put out, and we need to learn to accept ourselves for who we are. Period. Mic drop. I wouldn't actually drop my mic if I was using it, because that would break it. But anyway, that is all I'm going to leave you guys with this episode. I really hope this was a good reminder to all of you who can find yourselves getting sucked up into social media or getting down on yourself over how other people look online. It's not real. It's not real. It's not real. Okay, so thank you guys so much for listening and chatting with me this week. If you want to find this podcast on Instagram, you can find it at interactive.podcast. You can also find me on Instagram at angelar.fit. And if you were listening on Apple Podcasts, you can give me a little five-star review and also leave me a written review. If you're listening on Spotify, I would also love a little five-star review. What else? You can check out my links. I always have my Instagrams and my link tree linked down in the show notes. I've updated my Amazon storefront a little bit. I have my new partnerships that you guys can shop. All that good stuff. And yeah, I will talk to you guys next Friday. I'll see you then. Bye, guys.